everybody. Welcome to the Whiskey Sessions podcast. Amen's here. B-Pamp, B-Pamp, how's it going with you? It's going great. Got any guesses for 49? Yeah, folks at home, this is episode 149. We are one away from 150. But guesses for 49. My brain is picturing somebody who's number 49, and I'm not able to put it together. So I'll say, no, I'm not going to guess. It is late 90s, early 2000s, defensive substitution shooting guard, Shandon Anderson. Whoa, I had no chance of getting this. Shandon yeah. Anderson, oh, great pick. Yeah, he wore 49 with the Heat for a number of years. There were not a lot of 49s. We're getting to the point where I think there's some probably some good representation in the 50s, but we might be getting to the end of this. Yeah, we're getting close. I, well, there's definitely, I can think of Data Robinson as a 50. Uh-huh. But maybe he won't. Maybe he won't be the 50. Maybe Who's not Greg say? Anthony. Greg Anthony also wore number oh, 50. Oh, yeah. We got some good options there. Uh, all right. For this episode, we are talking. I am so excited for this. We are talking about the worst inventions of all time. It's going to be great. There are a lot out there. Some recent ones. Uh, I feel like my list has a little bit of a recency bias, but not completely. And Was there one that... You had this idea. Was there something that was it just an idea you had or was there a certain invention that made you want to do this? Well, here's the weird thing. I didn't think this was my idea. I know I, between the two of us, I know I brought it up, but then I, I told Maggie, I said, Hey, guess what? We're doing worst inventions, your idea. And then she said, that wasn't my idea. My idea was for you to do the worst critters. It's like, Oh, Hmm. And now I don't. Critters. Yeah, like spiders and stuff. Oh, but we should now, do that too. Yeah, we should definitely do that one. But now I don't know where this came from. Huh? Maybe we talked about it. Sometimes we have like post uh, recording. You know, we've both had some whiskey, little chit chat time. We probably mm-hmm. said it then and just forgot off the air or something. Because I really don't think I came up with this. And I, I will often take credit for things that are not my idea, but I can't do it this time. Okay. Well, that's fair. I respect that. Yeah. All right. Be pimp. It is the whiskey sessions. What whiskey do you have for our wonderful listeners? It's an empty bottle. Whoa. <laughs> so this is, this is, there's a story. I'm not going to make a super long story. This is Yellowstone select, which is kind of a, there a lot of multiple people asked me if I had had Yellowstone. So there must be like something going on with this whiskey. I've definitely heard of it. Yeah. And my dad got it for me, but I had had it before. So I knew it wasn't going to be a fresh review anyway. And then he got this for me a while ago and I had like a bunch in a row that I had to review. So I ended up drinking almost all of it and saving the end for the review. (laughs) Um, Full disclosure. Um, But anyway, it's a, it's a bourbon and it's 93 proof. Um, It's from Lebanon, Kentucky, the limestone branch distillery co um, it's kind of just got, it's one of those ones every so often a whiskey will kind of like via word of mouth. I just hear multiple people say, have you tried that one? Have you had that one? It just kept coming up. I wonder why they call it Yellowstone. Like I was thinking, I think Yellowstone's mostly or entirely in Montana. Mm-hmm. Well, I would, Wait, let me see. would be from Montana. Oh, I've been reading the back really quick to see. I'm just going to read it. 
In 2010, my family and I founded Limestone Branch Distillery with the intention of crafting only the finest whiskey and the dream of restoring the Yellowstone brand to its former glory. In the spring of 2015, over a century after our great-grandfather, M.C. Beam, sold his distillery to Yellowstone, that dream came true. To celebrate this family reunion of sorts, we bring you Yellowstone Select Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. To the nose, it's leather with hints of citrus and oak. On the tongue, it's spicy rye with soft cherries fading to smoked caramel. And a memorable finish rich with brown sugar and Kentucky tradition. So that doesn't tell us, but I'll do more research about that family history to see why maybe they're calling it that. Yeah. I'd be curious. It makes me think based on that description that the brand name fell into, uh, fell by the wayside a little bit. Yeah. So this is a redemption tour apparently. Or is it, you will be the judge of that. I will. I've got it neat. It's look, and you can see the color. It's like what you would expect for bourbon. Kind of yeah. that caramel. It does color. have a caramel color for sure. Smell is nice and sweet. Like it said, I don't smell leather, but it's probably for the better. Probably for the best. Yeah. I don't really want like upholstery as my no. whiskey, whiskey smell. So you're taking that first sip, giving it some thought. I've never had it neat before. I've always had it on the rock. So this is technically kind of the first time I'm doing that. Um, trying to give myself, like trying to put myself in the shoes of just a fresh look at what this whiskey's like. Um, for 93 proof, it's not quite as like knock you on your ass with like the booziness that you might think it's yeah. pretty subdued. Um, but it does finish and linger with like a little bit of a bite that bourbon Sometimes bourbon and rye sometimes have not that full spiciness level, but a little bit of the bite. Are you getting a warm sweater sensation? You do. Yes. Quite a good warm sweater sensation. It's not, it's not the sweetest of bourbons. It's also not, it's like kind of a down the middle, like a nice little sweet at the beginning. And then some of the, like the, the bite in the finish, which is always a good, good mm -hmm. thing to have. So I'm going to give it another one here. It's got a nice buttery molassesy mouthfeel too, which I always like. Yeah, it's nice to have. I think he, it's nice to have like a little, I don't want to say thickness, but yeah, a little thickness to your bourbon. It is. Yeah, it is. That's a good way to describe it. Cause it's like when you, when you, when you um, have it in your mouth before you, you know, decide like what you're tasting, it has that character to it. It's not like, it's hard to describe really, but it's, that is a good thing. And I miss it when it's not there. Like it doesn't seem like it's as high of quality to me. If you mm -hmm. don't get it, I will say without further ado, after two sips and many other sips, um, this is definitely a smooth train whiskey. It's not, this was a gift from my dad. Shout out Bob. Shout out to Bob. It's not a super expensive whiskey and it's a pretty good quality. So I think that they're doing whoever, whatever redemption tour they're on here to get this brand back, they're on the right track because it's definitely quality. It's something I would, without hesitation, I would say you can buy a bottle of this. You won't be disappointed. So it's a good, good solid entrance into the bourbon market. Nice folks at home. Look out for that Yellowstone. Doesn't come from Montana, but then again, if they tried to name it after a famous national park in Kentucky, they probably wouldn't be able to. <laughs> uh, all right. 
we are circling back on the worst inventions. Was there a, a thing that came to your mind first or a category of worst invention that came to mind first when you were starting to put together this list? Yeah, I think there's some of the kind of like as seen on TV or just like really gimmicky products that have made their way into my brain that I thought about first. It's not my whole list, but there's a couple entrants from that yeah, category I, out there. I, I was thinking along those lines. I was trying to think as historic as possible. I also got a little bit of the uh, the old man like I hate that this is a thing now sort of uh, tilt to my inventions as well. Yeah. I'm kind of in that boat also. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's get into it. These are our top five worst inventions. More than four, less than six. It's the top five. Beepin, what's your number five? My number five is a product from a company that I usually hold in the highest of esteem, but this was definitely a miss. Nintendo Virtual Boy. Yeah, wow. That's a throwback. Yeah, it was a bad, bad, bad idea. I think it gave more people seizures than it did, like, anything positive. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like, it was just, like, a big miss. It was just strange. Have you ever read about the history of that? Like, it's... For people who aren't familiar, it's basically like a set-top goggle thing that you look through. It's like goggles on a stand, and you look through it, and it has like a red background. It what, right? Is it Was it just like red and black and white, or not even yeah. that? Yeah, Ugh. it was like, and it was just, it was supposed to mimic, I guess, like 3D they were trying to do, but I, I don't know. It was just weird. Yeah. It makes me think of like when I see the Facebook ads for Oculus, I'm like, no yeah i think people just don't want that i don't want to strap a giant thing on my head and no uh-huh. uh all right great number five my number five is as, this is the old man thing i was mentioning but it really has driven me nuts in a couple of cases but it's ordering at a computer screen at a fast food restaurant or coffee shop it's slower way slower than ordering with a person and often the person who would be taking the order is just standing there like who what efficiency is this creating yeah it just makes me mad and it's to the point now where i see that at some places and you see this at airports especially but elsewhere too like i'm not going there Mm. so business that does this you've lost my business you've lost it yeah it's awful that is pretty bad. Uh, all right. That is my the end of my old man rant. What's your number four? <laughs> my number four is that vibrating ad belt that used to be sold on TV all the time. <laughs> I love those. I was really hoping that worked. <laughs> yeah. I just love the idea that they're like, you can you can lay on the couch and eat whatever you want and just put this ad belt on and you're going to have a six pack. <laughs> and people are like, yep, I'm in. But the funny thing about those ads too, is that they would, they would also say like, and you could pair it with doing sit-ups or crunches for added effect. But it's like, if it really worked on its own, you wouldn't even suggest doing sit-ups or crunches with it. Exactly. They, yeah. they gave it away in their ad. Yeah. They gave it away in their ad that it does not work. Exactly. Uh, all right. My number four is another new thing. That's so stupid nfts oh yeah i don't even know what it is 
<laughs> I think it's non-fungible fungible tokens. Yeah, but I don't know what it... I've tried to look up what it means. I have no idea what it is. It's so stupid. I The only enjoyment I've got gotten out of it is watch like celebrities pay like a million dollars for a drawing of an ape and then have that worth go down by 98%. Yeah. It, but it, it's the dumbest thing ever. That's why I've, it might as well be like a made up word to me. Like, I don't even know what it is. That's how out of the loop I am. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of things that can and will crash your economy, but I think it's mainly going to be that and like cryptocurrency. Yeah. Which is just so embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. That that's what would do it. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't feel great for humanity that those things exist. No, it's pretty bad. Uh, all right. What is your number three? My number three is the Pontiac Aztec. Oh, man. Do you remember that? About that car. That was ugly as hell. They don't make it, do they? Or I don't even no, think they, they make Pontiacs anymore, do they? No, RIP Pontiacs. I had a Grand Prix for a number of years. That was a... Was a uh, it's shocking that I'm alive. That car was a death trap. <laughs> I think Maggie's Deaths maybe still has a Grand Prix. What? Yeah, he definitely has a Pontiac. If he has a Grand Prix, I need to see it next time I go over there because I'm I can't I think, believe it. I think they keep it in Michigan now. Mm, okay. I could be wrong. I'll have to think about that, which is weird because I, keeping that in Michigan as a snow car seems like super unsafe. Oh yeah, I can tell you firsthand bad idea. That's like yeah, that's like keeping a smart car for I don't know <laughs> hauling furniture. That's yeah. not a good idea. But the Aztec was a boxy, ugly ass. Like it's like a Nissan Cube, but then if you made it not really a Cube and more of like an ugly canoe sitting on top of the bottom of a car or something, I don't even know how to describe it. It's like the dumbest looking car ever. And the Aztec A Z T E K. Like why? Why is that the name of it? I just I don't like anything about it. No, I, I could not be more with you on that one. I bet that that car did a lot to sink that brand's whole existence. I bet, yeah, I bet Pontiac is no longer because of the Aztec. Yeah, I would second that. All right, my number three is cheese stuffed crust pizza. <laughs> wow. Yeah, this is, it's gross. I've, I think only had it once. It doesn't turn out the way that you would want it to. Like it's, oh, it's great cheese in the crust, which actually has a concept I don't even like, but in execution, it's also horrible because it's usually the cheese gets like all drippy and shit. It's, so what's the best case scenario would be you eat a whole piece of pizza and when you get to the crust, you got like a cheese stick left over. Is that the idea? Yeah. Like there's, I guess like just cheese, like baked inside of the crust. Right. But just, oh, you're saying, would it be throughout the entirety of the crust or just the ring? No, no, no. Just the ring. Yeah. Okay. 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 And so it's, it's usually like cheaper pizza places that have done this, like Papa John's or Domino's or something like that. Maybe pizza hut. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it's gimmicky. It's awful. It like, like degrades the rest of the product. I, I don't know. It's just like a bad concept and bad execution. And I yeah. don't like that. It's a thing. It makes me feel sick. Like certain things, because I don't have dairy, like I think of like a little piece of cheese doesn't make me have any negative reaction. Thinking of a pizza with all the cheese on top and then more cheese in the crust. If I were to eat that, I just feel like I would disintegrate into a. Yeah. Thickness. If your pizza is good, 
you shouldn't be trying to do gimmicky things like that. Right. Agree. All right. Your number two. My number two is plastic. Whoa. That covers a lot of ground. Yeah, plastic. If plastic Literally. hadn't been invented, hey, it covers yeah, a lot of ocean. It covers a lot, a lot of stuff, and that's why it's my number two. It probably yeah. should be one if I'm going to get on my high horse about this and put plastic on my list. But um, it's just like all we do. It seems like we spend so much time trying to figure out like how to eliminate plastic from things so that we don't have to recycle it, and then you go through all the trouble to recycle, but then that's only so effective. And then it's like if it just wasn't there. It would be so much better. The whole world would be so much better. Yeah. All right. Number two, plastic. That's a, a lot of things are plastic. Yeah. There are certain, I mean, to the extent where I don't even know everything that is plastic. Sometimes it's hard to tell, but I always hate things like individual plastic water bottles. Yeah. Uh, especially if somebody's like drinking water is not that good. And that is like literally what they use. Like that is a lot of plastic adding up. Yeah, it's bad. All right. My number two, tanning beds. I can't believe this is like a thing, if I'm being honest. It's another like embarrassing thing for humanity. Like yeah. just go outside. <laughs> no, or, I lay in a bed. Or don't try to like tan. Why? I... I think it's a little bit of a regional thing too. Weirdly as gray as Seattle is, I didn't know many people that like went to tanning salons. Certainly didn't know anybody who actually owned a tanning bed. I saw more of it in the Midwest. Maybe still not a ton, but like I've never been in a tanning bed myself or a tanning salon or anything like that. Same here. Uh, But why are people under the impression that looking like you've got that kind of tan looks good? I think we would have to blame maybe like George Hamilton for this or Snooky. Yeah. Or people in, you know, you see, I don't know when this started, but you just started seeing like a bunch of famous people looking like insane because of how they tanned. And then everybody's like, Oh yeah, that's, that's the look I want. That's the look for me. Yeah, it's very weird to watch people be like over tanned. Yeah. And if you're going to be really tanned, I would rather that be from just spending too much damn time in the sun. Yeah, like, at least you're I've doing something. A, <laughs> you know, like Oakland's sunny most of the time. And I, I'm get, definitely getting like, like perma forehead burn. It's not too yeah. bad right now because it's been raining. But in the middle of the summer, I'm like a, a crisp up there. <laughs> Do you wear, I don't see you wear hats. Do you ever wear hats? When you I really don't. I think the ironic thing is that I wore hats a lot growing up throughout school when I had hair. <laughs> now that I don't have hair, I don't wear hats. Yeah. yeah. I, don't I don't wear them as much. I wear them golfing mostly is when I wear a hat. But I should wear them outside more because the sun here is, I think it's because of the way it reflects off the ocean too or water. Like I get... I get burned here in a way that I never did in Chicago. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's weird. I don't. Maybe it's the humidity of Chicago too that cuts the sun. I don't know that because I feel like the only time that's probably made up. But the only time I've gotten actually burned in Chicago was on a bike ride along Lake Michigan. So I probably was getting the reflection from the water. 
I think it's all the the smoke from all the meats that are being made. It's yeah, cutting like that in the air. Um, I've, that trip too. I went with a, a few friends and we biked down to the south side and we went to a barbecue place. Uh, I think it was. I want to say it was Lems or something like that. It was like in the seventies, uh, like the street seventies uh, on the south side of Chicago, and it was really good barbecue. But there was something about being so hot and sweaty. I was not hungry. I ate like less than half my meal. Yeah, I can. I'm totally on board with that. Like I can't. Sometimes I just skip. If I'm like uncomfortable enough, I'm like, nope, I'm eating when I get home. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, it was it was weird. I don't usually have like an appetite problem, but I did then. All right, what is your number one worst? My number, my number one is another broad, high horse, insufferable one to have, but it's social media. Oh, that is a good one. I wasn't even thinking about that. I should have. I just it's I recognize the benefit. And it led, full disclosure, I've been off most forms of social media since about 2016. So I have no i don't know how bad it's gotten in the last six years other than secondhand knowledge of what i've heard from people uh, hasn't gotten better yeah i think there are benefits you know people if i have this opinion that somebody's still out there like yeah but i want to keep in touch with people that this is the place they're on and they're talking about stuff and i get that like it does have benefits but i just think that the negatives that it's introduced or exacerbated in society like with the way we interact with each other has been unforeseeably in my opinion like horrendous and it's just like i don't know like i can't deal with it i feel like it's a mess so i just wonder what an alternate timeline would look like if we had i'm not saying that i think social media is necessary and there's other things that can that constitute social media that i'm not just talking about facebook twitter whatever but like i wonder how it would have been in a different way if it developed differently i don't know like it just seems like it's such a mess now yeah, I don't know if this would count exactly as social media, though I think it does. But my very least favorite website for social media is Nextdoor. Oh, God. I can't is, get out of there. It is the worst. I think it's the worst website in all of of all time. I agree. I think it is. I've, I've had some people disagree with me, but like I was on it for one day when we found... Maggie and I found two black lab puppies in uh, actually a post office parking lot. And they were just running around. They were like, oh, weird. They didn't have collars or anything. So we grabbed them. We brought them home. And we were hanging out with them in our backyard. And we're like trying to figure out how do we find the owner? How do we find somebody who wants them if we can't find the owner? And there's a bunch of weird laws in Oakland of like we legally we're supposed to hold on to them for a certain amount of time before giving them to somebody else even though it was so obvious that these dogs didn't have collars or anything like somebody dumped them yeah um in the parking lot and so like we were supposed to hold on to them for like 30 days like we can't we can't even do that like we travel we already have another dog that we're keeping away from these dogs yeah uh and so I would go on to Craigslist and say, does anybody know who these dogs are? And then I went on to next door and it was saying that like with the Oakland law, I either had to do that or I had to bring them to the pound. I was like, well, maybe I have to bring them to the pound. And people on next door were saying like, Oh, if you do that, they're just going to kill them. They're going to pull them in like a, put them in like a, a 
bucket full of dead puppies. I'm like, what? No. First of all, they're purebred puppies. Somebody's going to get them. Yeah. And by the way, but well, anyway, this like crazy negativity and opinions is why I was like, next door is the worst website of all time. Um, but to put a happy bow on the story after that happened and I got off of next door and never got on again, I did follow on social media, the good side of it, maybe the Twitter page for the Oakland pound and both puppies, which they named Ben and Jerry were adopted like Yes, a week or two later. Ben and Jerry delicious vegan ice cream. I love it. Yeah. But anyway, next door is like, I think, I think the other reason it sucks too, is because it is your neighbors and it is like social media might be good because you might never see these other people otherwise or hear from them because they're far right. away, but next door is your neighbors. And so it, it's almost encouraging you not to actually talk to your neighbors. Yeah. And it's, it, it's, I signed up for it briefly. I don't remember why I wish I never had, but I have spent years trying to unsubscribe from it and they have so many selections and they re-enroll you in, in certain kinds of, I still get emails from them. It's, it's a nightmare. Ugh. Never everybody avoid it. Yeah. It's the worst. Uh, but I really like your number one. It's, that's a, a good number one to have. All right. My number one, are you ready for it? I'm ready. You're People out there, get ready for this one. My number one is the car. Yes. I almost put that on there when I switched it out for the Aztec. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for a very specific car. Yeah. Um, You're right. Is there 100%. another invention in mankind that we have tolerated so many fatalities? Not only fatalities, designed everything, our cities, our towns, our way of life around this 3,000 pound death machine? Yeah. It's a mess. It's terrible. About 45 to 50,000 Americans every year die from a car. Mm -hmm. In many age groups, it's like the number one cause of death. Yeah. And we are totally okay with it. And yeah. as a result, have like not designed cities well, not designed them densely enough, not done trains. We still don't have high speed rail because we, especially as a country, but I mean, it's a worldwide problem, but especially the U.S., is way too in love with the car. Yep. It's, a, it's tied up in that BS, like, don't tell me what to do thing. I'll drive my big old truck wherever I want. You can't yeah. tell me what to do. Yeah. Never mind, like, cars in general are one thing, but the size of our cars is awful. Uh, also, like, terrible. Like, mm -hmm. if you're driving a pickup truck that is, like, four feet off the ground, you can't even see, like, a person over the hood of your car if you're right. going to crash into them. So I, you're absolutely right. Cars would have, have been bad for society. And not only does it, the things you've mentioned, I know, you know, everything about this, but like that bleeds into other things. Like if we had our society, if we had designed around more accessible forms of transit and people were more conditioned to bike when the climate allows or like catch buses, bus routes would be more plentiful. People would not be stuck in these deserts away from jobs and food. Like it would just help everything in the in the country yeah never mind like you'd have lower commute times you had denser cities it's kind of funny san francisco is technically the second densest city in america after new york which kind of surprised me because san francisco is not that dense but it just speaks to how spread out our cities are yeah and yeah i i, I always think it's like a funny case of like 
I love suburbs that are well close to the city and attached by rail. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I was thinking of Naperville, which is pretty far out suburb from Chicago. It's where my dad grew up and it has changed dramatically over the last 50, 60 years yeah. to become like, it's probably, I know it's population wise, the top three or four cities in all of Illinois. Yeah. Um, but like Naperville, for example, I, I remember my uncle always saying that when they built 88, it seemed like a ridiculous idea. Like, why would you build 88? It's going to almost nowhere. And he, his thought was, boy, they just knew. And it's like, no, they didn't just know that they'd become populated. It became populated out there because of 88. Mm-hmm. And that's terrible that those people yeah. are going from Naperville to Chicago and back in their cars. That's so far. It's so wasteful and it takes so much time. Yeah. That's terrible. So I don't know. End of my anti-car ramp, but that's my number one. I could talk about that for hours. I won't, but I could, cause it's, it is that bad. All right. What, uh, you got some honorable mentions. I do. One of them was a visual thing. So out there in uh, listener land, look up the dog dryer. It's called uh, Puff and Fluff. It's a little poofy <laughs> dog in a bag. And apparently it's supposed to dry them off. It looks insane. I feel like you just fry your dog. Wow. I've not heard of that, but I do got to look it up. The other one I have is Shabo uh, like, is, is also not liking that invention. He's barking at it. Chavo thinks it's 530 because he never adjusts the time anymore and wants dinner. So ah, he's very okay. pissed off. <laughs> um, but the other one was microtransactions in video games because it just... Oh, it, that's it can, the right one. It could ruin a game. Like, it could absolutely make a game unplayable. I don't play the NBA 2K series anymore because in, unless you're willing to put in, like, hundreds of hours, you can't fully play their game mode. Yeah. I also hate... I didn't put this on my list and I wasn't thinking about it, but like the NBA 2K and a lot of those kind of sports games have made such a, they spent all their time on like these story modes or these cities or like, no, just make the core game better. Yep. Please. They haven't changed it in like a decade. Yeah. I got, I got the new Madden and they spent all this time, like the game modes and everything, but they have like, unless you're one of the top, 50 players in the NFL, they don't even have like personalized player models. Like most of the bears players don't even look like themselves. It's just a bunch of generic things. Like you could have spent all your time actually making it look like the NFL instead of trying to build money out of everybody. Wow. That's really lazy. Mm -hmm. All right. Mine are, Oh wait, did you have any others? No, that's it. Okay. Mine are, and I alluded to this earlier, cryptocurrency. Yep. Google glass. Do you remember that? I do. And I kind of wish that was real. Yeah. They got rid of that fast. Or I uh, wish there was contacts that did it. Cause I would use it. Yeah. Um, self checkout at a grocery store. No, thanks. This like fits my other thing. Like if it's one thing, sure. I'll do that. But I, I hate that. Like they've gotten rid of aisles in favor of that. I don't want that stuff. I actually have to disagree. I love bagging my own groceries, so I, I love it. Hey, I mean, we don't have to agree on all of these. It's true. Sometimes you can be wrong if you want to be wrong. That's right. Yeah. I uh, made a hyper- living out of it. <laughs> Hyperloop is stupid. It's never oh, going to get yeah. off the ground. Hyperloop. Oh, God. 
Uh, and then my last one, Mountain Dew. That's also, yeah, that's excellent. What is that? It's not anything like at least, you know, Dr. Pepper is also not like a real flavor, but they have like some kind of purported ingredients list that you can look up. Mountain Dew is just like, try. it's like a joke to see if we would drink it. I feel like. I, I agree with that. And you're right to compare it to Dr. Pepper. Like they're both similarly like, what is this? But Dr. Pepper, I like, I don't drink it a lot, but it's good essentially. Yeah. And Mountain Dew is just woof. Ugh. Gross. Uh, all right. There are probably a whole host of other inventions out there that are terrible that we didn't mention or forgot about. So people at home, go ahead, hit us up on our email address. We don't have a Twitter anymore. Get out of here, Twitter. Sorry, Elon. Bad social media. Sorry, Musk. Uh, you must You're be Musk. kidding yourself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I'm so mad that I talked over that. That was the best. I was yeah. going to say your musk is not very pleasing to my nose, which is a terrible joke. No, I like it. We'll keep them both. Um, but yeah, hit us up. Our email address is whiskey sessions, music at gmail.com. I have a daughter who is saying that, are you about done? <laughs> um, I like Elon Musk. <laughs> oh my God. If she said that, I would kick her right out of the house. Um, but yeah, hit us up again, email address, whiskey sessions, music at gmail.com. Uh, we have got to read your emails for this episode though. So without further ado, let's get to it. These are your emails. You sent us emails to read emails and now we'll read them. All right. What do we got in the old email inbox? We got an email from Ron in Florida. I sincerely hope it's not Ron DeSantis, but um, he said, I recall you discussing an upcoming cheap beer blind taste test. We did, and it'll happen at some point. When are you going to do a fancy bourbon blind taste test? Uh, wow. Well, we have to buy, what, at least five bottles. I was going to say, bourbon. let's count the ways that this is not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, I would love to do it. If Ron funds this, I'm for it. Yeah, if he funds it and then, like, gets me a week off of work because i would need to uh -huh. recover yeah. like it just yeah there's a lot of things that would need to happen yeah i'm for it ron make it happen financially yes uh okay i've got one it says hey i'm excited for the annual predictions episode can we get a quick preview to hold us over for a couple uh for a few more weeks and this is from janice in sudsbury massachusetts do you have any, like, you're just thinking about 2023 and you're like, this is going to happen and I know it. Um, Michael Jordan's going to become the president because it's the year 2023. I agree with that one. Here's what will have to happen. Joe Biden retires. Uh -huh. Kamala Harris takes over for a little bit and declares Michael Jordan as her vice president. Uh -huh. Kamala Harris retires. Michael Jordan is president. Yep. I don't think it's, I wouldn't go so far to say it's probable, but there is a pretty good chance. I'm with you on that one. Yes. That's my number one. Spoiler yeah. alert. Yeah. This I, I've been thinking about it because I think we actually did. I mean, I haven't went back and listened to it. I think we actually did a pretty good job last year Yeah. of getting the predictions right. So we'll see for 2023. It's going to be a crazy year, though. That, Anybody who knows me knows that I have my thumb on what's happening. And I yep. know exactly what is the latest and greatest. So 
I'll be plugged in and ready to give you those predictions. Yeah, I remember one of yours. It wasn't last, maybe it wasn't last year, maybe it was two years ago. It might have been last year. It was that like the streaming services would all coalesce into one. Yeah. Hasn't happened yet. No. But I really want that one to happen. Yeah. I'm, I was happy with that one. Maybe yeah. I should make more, mine more aspirational and less like depressing. Like positive so. that'll happen. I last year was the first year I feel like I didn't say that the Sonics were going to be announced to come back because I just couldn't bring myself to do it. But I think I will bring that back for next year. I want you to have it until it happens because it needs to happen. I do. Yeah. Uh, it's got to happen soon. Folks at home, if you want to email the uh, Whiskey Sessions podcast, you can hit us up again. It's whiskey sessions music at gmail.com. We will read your email on a future episode. But that does it for 149 or Shandon Anderson uh, podcast. Be pound. You got any words of wisdom to leave our listeners with? Should we have some kind of celebration for 150? I think we should do like the top 150 cars. Numbers. No, yes. <laughs> numbers. Cars. No, I know we numbers would be great. <laughs> that would be so confusing. A double dip is if the number is also the place on the list. That would number be... eleven is eleven. Yes. <laughs> I'm for it. That would I be an next for two hundred we should do like movies or something. Yeah, I would do that. Two hundred like the top two hundred movies? Yeah. Do you think you can name 200 movies? Oh my God. I don't know if I could. And I feel like if I did that, really, my list would be so, it would be so many bad movies that I like because they're bad, that it would just be the weirdest. Well, of course. They couldn't all be bad movies at 200. No. I'm trying to think, like, because for 100, we did songs. That was great. And I'm trying to think, like, other media things, what I could even name that many of. I think it would have to be movies, unless we did songs again. Or I could name 200, like, musical acts that are my favorite. Or I could do, like, we could broaden it to, like, individual artists. So it could be, like, any actor, musician, director. Like, there's ways to do it, I think. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We've got time. We've got We've some got ideas. Time. Yeah. All right. Until next time, this is Amens saying peace out. And B-Pimp saying, give us your top 200 ideas. Yes, please do.